0: Welcome to the Illuminate Faith Podcast, I'm Doug Peck, and I'm Dave Exley. And today on our show, we have for you the Reverend Dr. Jeff Crittenden, who is the lead minister of Metropolitan United Church, as well as the director of the Center for Practical Theology. And he's coming off a phenomenal uh, conference that, that the Center has put on, Revitalized 2. And we're here to talk to him about that today, as well as so many other things that the Center for Practical Theology puts on. Enjoy. Thanks Jeff for being with us. Tell us a little bit about the Center for Practical
1: Theology. How did things get started? Uh, what's what's the focus with that uh, with a whole initiative?
2: Right, so a couple of years ago, we were uh, Brad Morrison and I, Dr. Morrison and I were sitting around just visiting back and forth and said, you know, we've been putting on all these conferences for uh, now this is my 20th year of doing it, and Brad said, you know, why don't we organize this into something a little bit more? And so we began dreaming up what it would be. So, the Center for Practical Theology came to uh, light and since then, it's been uh, organizing and putting people and uh, people in theology and ideas and communities together. Part of the genius of the Centre of Practical Theology is that it's movable. It's not in one location. It's the, st- the, the staffing of it are all volunteers. And so everything that we do, we can move. We can go to rural. We can be downtown. We've been in St. John's. We've been in Victoria. We've been in Toronto. We're now here in London for most of our events. So it's a real win-win.
1: That's great. And so uh, with the Revitalize 2 event that uh, that happened, the second annual uh, event at Metropolitan uh, United Church, uh, uh, tell us about uh, the theme of that. And uh, I know we had some amazing speakers like uh, Paul Scott Wilson and uh, Anthony Bailey, the very Reverend Peter Short, uh, amongst uh, many others. And and not just United Church folk, but uh, Anglicans, Presbyterians, uh, good representation from all around. But what was the the inspiration there, the the theme for uh, for Revitalize 2?
2: Right, I'm glad you asked that because we put it very intentionally it to be on the, uh, theological reflection. As we're going through the transition in our governance of the United Church of Canada, last year our first revitalized was to begin to address that. So what does it look like to be a region? What does it look like to be in a new community model? And how are we meeting the needs of lay people? How is it that the laity are able to get introduced and be able to share with us their voices and their concerns and their wonderings about theology? And so revitalize it began, and from there, the second one, Theological Reflection, as we're coming on to general counsel, we thought it was crucial that we begin to talk about how is it we're going to speak about God? How can we speak respectfully? How is it that we can discern, and what are some spiritual disciplines? And while you guys were there, Dave and Doug, you saw what the speakers had to say and how it is they laid that out for us. It was amazing. The Holy Spirit was certainly playing with us all in a wonderful way.
0: Jeff, I'd just like to thank you for that because um, you really did bring in uh, just the best of the best that. that United Church had to offer uh, local Presbyterians Anglicans um, just quickly I want to say uh, I'll, I'll never forget taking the step and jumping into theology school and what a euphoric experience that was for me because uh, you know you hold off for so long th- and then you take the plunge and, and what you end up realizing is wow the colleagues that want to become ministers are phenomenal a- and not only that the professors I'm exposed to are incredible you sit through the seminary classes and you think to yourself this is is such a privilege to be so stimulated in my mind and spirit, and um, and and you brought that experience to uh, to not just local colleagues, but but to local church uh, leadership. Um, I, I, number one, I just want to uh, applaud you for that, um, and just uh, something you were mentioning to me as you were trying to uh, to promote and prepare was bring church leadership. Um, uh, because church leadership uh, would totally benefit from from having that seminary experience um, uh, and, and could you just talk a little bit about your hopes for 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 church leaders to to get that exposure to these quality seminary programs uh, professors that we have?
2: Yeah, that's a great question, and that's one that I think all of us have been pondering. What I'm finding is that most congregations are in a time and a place where you're trying to keep the lights on or trying to keep the pews as filled as they can and just struggling to figure out what is is our mission and our purpose. I think one of the pieces that I've noticed where we begin to uh, have a bit of a deficit is in our time of education together, where we meet together to talk about what it is that's happening in theology. How is it we're gonna talk about the big issues, euthanasia, abortion, the different things that are happening in the government. How is it that we as a community are discerning what is God doing in our midst and still yet to come? So what I find, is that a lot of people are starving, are hungry to have that conversation. And so how is it we're going to have that conversation? Well, intentionally by gathering together. It's the hope of the Center of Practical Theology that we all meet together, we have this experience, and then, as we said at the end, what's one thing you'd like to share with someone, whether it's in your congregation or in your neighborhood, about what you learned or experienced, so we can begin to spread that idea of God's in our midst, how exciting is this? How can we learn more, and how are we going to share that? I think that's where the revitalization comes forward, and I think a lot of people are hungry for that.
0: That's a, a beautiful thought to to think of the hunger of the entire church, and 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 you know, you talk about people struggling to keep the lights on. It it brings about this kind of struggle that that we see. One of the positive sides of it is that it creates a real uh, in. A real time of innovation, a real time of entre- entrepreneurialship, and and um, and again, so so often, uh, you know, colleagues are encouraged to go to continuing education things as ministers alone. But but what a what a gift to think, no, why not spend that time with your entire congregation and, and attend these events. Um. I'm
1: wondering what, uh, obviously, you've had many conversations with people in the midst of uh, the event and uh, you yourself being a participant, although it's sometimes hard when you're organizing things to, uh, to really uh, soak it in. Uh, but uh, are there a few kind of little nuggets that uh, you walk away from, revitalize and say... I'm glad it happened because of of that, um, whether it was a speaker, whether it was a comment that somebody shared with you, but uh, what, do you, what do you, you know, how do you reflect on uh, on that event?
2: Oh, there were so many moments. My notebook is full like everyone else's. I, some of the things that Peter, uh, speaking to our souls, some of the things that uh, Rob was offering around mission, I could just, everyone offered such a riches. I could go through each speaker and say, oh, this is what I learned. A couple of the things that really stand out was this is the first time that we tried to bring in different groups. So the musicians of the United Church of Canada were gathering together and we said, how can we do this together? How can we share resources? And then more than that, how can we be together? Because as we all know, when the artists and the musicians and the poets are at work, the whole church benefits. And so there was a great mix there. We also uh, were able to overlap with some of the other events happening uh, in Southern Ontario so that we were able to help share cost. So I just saw all the different cooperation being very powerful, but that isn't what I leave with my heart. What leads my heart is watching people we saw people in the pews with tears we saw people making new friends we saw people uh, making connections they hadn't had we heard i heard in tremendous conversations about oh i never thought of that before or oh that reminds me of a time when and you just saw it happen over and over and over like waves i think the greatest uh, compliment was actually a criticism one person came up to me and said you know if you're going to do all this you need to have less and I said, what do you mean, less? Well, there's just too much. I can't do all this. Like, you need to have less speakers and less time. And I laughed, and I said, okay. But isn't it beautiful, the banquet we had, the buffet of amazement we had? God is good. And she, uh, she didn't see it that way, but we had a good laugh. <laughs>
1: That's great. That's great. Um I think, you know, it's, it, it's interesting. There's so many, you know, Anthony Bailey was inspiring and, and, and Peter Short, who you talked about, Rob Fennell had some great uh, observations about uh, maybe, you know, looking at, uh, at things from a standpoint of asking the right questions. You know, what are those questions that, that we seem to be leaning on? What new questions should we be asking as a way of, of opening things up? And uh, um, I, I think it was Anthony Bailey who was mentioning uh, a, a quote from, uh, I believe it was Stanley Hauerwas uh, who, uh, who once said uh, that, you know, Church growth strategies are the death gurgle of a church that has lost its way, and and I think that there is this approach that uh, oh gosh you know theology is you know can't possibly uh, save us, um, but I found that at this event you know the theological reflection um, that that brought us to a place where I could see all of a sudden these seeds you know, that were being planted with each and every person within there, and I could see them growing to, to new life. And, and so maybe talk about theology as it relates to the church, because I do think that we've we've gotten to a place where we think, oh gosh, that couldn't possibly save us. There's got to be some sort of 12-step book that will um, get us to the place, you know, that just simply says, you know, paint your church this color, make sure the parking lot has this many spots in it and that type of thing, and that's going to save us. Uh, but I see that uh, that theology um, paves the way uh, for new life to happen and, and revitalize was an event that uh, that certainly opened my eyes to to new possibilities as it relates to that. So talk about theology um, as it relates to to church growth.
2: Mm. well, as you know the 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 how to and the practical things are all important. Like just look at what's happened here you've You've listened to what Callahan has to say, for example, parking and visibility and all that. We all have a lot to learn, but you couldn't be more correct. I find, and this is for me, that sometimes we forget why we do all these things. Uh, The United Church is the first to open up the kitchen and to uh, feed people. It's the first to get to the streets to protest. It's the first to say, you know, there's an injustice here. I think from time to time we need to remember why. And I think that's where the theological reflection comes in. And from what I'm seeing, a lot of people are very hungry for that. So why? Where, where is God in all of this? And how do we discern that? And explain to me more how we're different from uh, some of the different organizations in our community and world that are doing such incredible work. And I think that's where the place of theology has. Now, I'm a little biased because after four years of Doug Hall, you begin to hear over and over and over again, let's talk about the theological statement and what is the mission? And it, when he spoke about mission, as Anthony also said, who also studied at McGill with Doug, uh, the church as a mission true but the mission has a church which is far more important and profound for us today and so that's where I find that theology to be absolutely crucial and now that being said we especially those who have been trained in it have an obligation to begin to share some of that discernment
0: yeah great for so long, I, I think sometimes church culture has presented the minister as the the smarty pants behind the pulpit who who knows everything and has the education, and, and everyone else is uh, is not perhaps encouraged to know as much. But but you have really made quality theology accessible to uh, to to average people. Can can you give a word of encouragement uh, of why um, all. Uh, church people should should engage quality theology from
2: Oh from I I love where you're leading this but I go with it the other way I find most lay people and congregation members have profound theology they just haven't learned all the Greek, all the big greek words to describe this that and the other but watching people and how they treat each other and how they experience loss and how they experience celebration together how they bond together when the storms are rough and when the sun rises they're able to stand together i think they show us over and over and over again i think the piece where we as you're pointing out have a great opportunity is to begin to say you know people have been talking about that for over three, four thousand years. Let me let me show you some of the things that I've seen as I listen to what you've seen and let's see where they begin to mesh together. So we're we're talking about the exact same thing, but I think the lay folks and those in the pews and those who are wandering in standing at the back staring us at us wondering, hmm, what's this all about? I'm not sure if I'm in or not, but I'm gonna hang around to hear a little more or to experience a little more. I think that when you put those together wow, what an opportunity. And that's really what Revitalize was about and has been and hopefully in the future will be about. How do we make those connections of breaking bread and having that family conversation at the table?
0: Brilliant. C- could you maybe uh, showcase a little bit of of what what good is to come in, uh, in the next few months and, and over the year? And sure. with the the Center? Center
2: of Practical Theology has a lot of things planned for the upcoming year. Uh, We have uh, hopefully another confirmation faith refresher. Last year we had about 40 kids all come and take part. It was a fantastic experience around what is it that we believe. And to watch 40 teenagers, as you guys know, because you're heavily involved in that, uh, you know how exciting it is to watch people light up and you know how much you learn you learn so much from them uh, that it's incredible. Uh, We have that coming up. We've got our Wednesday morning inviting circle where uh, anyone's welcome to come Wednesday morning to worship together. There's worship for half of it and the second half is around education. So often we bring in a person to uh, deal with, uh, whether it's uh, dealing with some things we deal with in the church, like triangulation or anger management, or uh, it might be around leadership skills. Sometimes we bring in someone to talk about money. How is it that we uh, are looking after our own finances or health or someone come in and talk about the polity of how things are affecting us Uh, but it's always divided in two so the clergy get to sorry everyone gets together to worship everyone takes turns preaching praying everyone participates um, talking about the scriptures and then moving on to a piece where it's learning for all of us so that's on Wednesdays Uh, we also have uh, uh, theology today coming up so we're looking forward to having uh, Gary Badcock come in October and he's going to be speaking about uh, the Holy Spirit and theology in today's context Moving forward, we're hoping to have a piece on the United Church, especially after coming out of General Council, to begin talking about remember who we are. So as we remember who we are, we begin moving forward, honoring where we've been and seeing where the new horizon leads us. And finally, we're, well, not finally, penultimately, we've got uh, Rowan Williams coming in March, and so we're very excited about his time with us, and then maybe revitalize three. We'll have to see. Still early days. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, we'll look forward to Rowan Williams. Uh, March of 2019, uh, you said something there that I just want to uh, close off with, which I'm very thankful for, and that is that, that question of who, who are we? as the church. So often you, you think, oh, well, we can't, you know, how would we forget who we are? But it's very easy to get involved in the minutia of, of church and to be, you know, stressed about finances, stressed about numbers and and uh, all of the, the things involved uh, with church. And, and if Revitalize uh, did one thing, certainly for me and what I, what I watched it do for others is that it served as a reminder for who we are as the church. And as you say, you know, the the, the church has, has a mission, you know, it's it's not uh, or, or, pardon me, the mission has a church, not the other way around. Uh, and so, the more we can kind of have that time set aside to remind us who we are. Um, the deeper I think we'll go, and the more we'll see seeds of new life emerge within the church. Uh, it's uh, you know, church growth strategy should start with reminding us who we are. So, thank you, Jeff, for uh, for leading the way uh, and guiding us, and, and helping to bring other people together who are there to uh, to remind us who we are as followers in the way of uh, of Jesus.
0: And I would like to remind our listeners who uh, the Reverend Doctor Jeff Crittenden is, and and he is the lead minister of Metropolitan United Church. He's the director of the. Center for Practical uh, uh, Theology, and he is also a handsome man. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. Thanks, Jeff.
2: Thank you, guys.